Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, celebrating 20 years of bringing the outdoors to Colorado Radio, here's Terry Wickstrom. All right, we're back, and in just a minute, we're going to bring Nate Zielinski up. But I should tell you that Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Salmon. If you've never tasted Honey Smoked Fish Company's smoked salmon, this stuff is fantastic. You've got to give it a try. Let's go to the phones now. One of our favorite contributors, and he's been so busy lately, we've had to have some of his cohorts on. Nathan, it's good to talk to you. Good talk to you, Terry, as well. We've uh, we've definitely had a uh, an interesting winter. That is, that's for sure. We've got, by the way, I've got Austin Pars in studio with me. Says hi. How are you, Nate? Excellent. I'm fantastic, Austin. How are you? Doing good, thanks. So what's Excellent. going on? I mean, we were just talking earlier that I don't know whether to have my ice fishing stuff because we made a little ice these last few days, and there's good ice fishing up in the high country. But we're starting to see open water. I'm debating what gear I want to keep in my truck. It's one of those things that this is definitely the year uh, to have everything out. You know, uh, we're going to talk some ice fishing right now, but I know a lot of guys that are doing very well uh, already starting off with that jerkbait bite, uh, you know, from shore and a lot of the, the ponds and reservoirs, you know, here on the front range. So I think there's, uh, there's literally an opportunity for everything right now. I mean, obviously there's, there's ice on the front range, there's ice in the mountains, there's open water in the front range, there's open water in the mountains. So uh, there's, uh, there's a little bit of uh, a bite for everybody, I would say, in that situation. And we're excited. We're going to Grand Lake next week where we do have a lot of ice um, for the ice fishing tournament series. We're excited about that. We want to talk about that because I think this is going to be uh, an interesting bite at Grand Lake because we're going to have shallow water opportunities where I think we're going to have some of the best rainbow fishing that we've probably almost ever had. At an ice fishing tournament, we're also going to have deep water um, for a lot of lake trout. So I think it's going to be uh, really a, a game of which species to target and maybe jump back and forth between the two. So we're excited about that. And like I said, all the oper- opportunity to open water stuff. So a lot going on. All right. Well, by the way, you're cutting in and out a little bit. But I want to make sure people understand what you were saying about you're going to have the next uh, – one of your tournaments at Grand Lake, and because of some of those steeper drop-offs, the trout tend to hang shallow on that lake. But some of those big lakers are going to be in those transition. They'll be some of them will be shallow too, but some of them will be out a little deeper. So you can, it's going to be a little more strategy involved this time, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, normally we're fishing on a very, very you know dedicated flat piece of structure. You know, usually there's hardly any structure in one of these tech tournaments. Uh, and at this tournament, this uh, this coming weekend, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for, for multiple opportunities for structure. Um, so we're excited about that. We are also carrying uh, the largest prize package we've ever had in history uh, going into this event. So uh, it's going to be exciting. We had uh, very, very tough conditions at 11 Mile last weekend. Uh, our pressure went from 30.06 uh, down to 29.4. So we had some insane pressure changes, uh, really locked up the fishing. And really, the, the fishing was only good that last, say, 30 minutes of the day. Uh, so it was tough, but we have 11 mile, uh, two Grand Lakes. So in total, we're going to be right around $40,000 uh, in cash prizes and all of our giveaways uh, at that event. So we're excited about that. First place is normally an ATV from our partners at Sun. Uh, we're actually upping that. So we're making a prize package for first place. So first place is going to be about $10,000. Okay, you cut out on me there, Nate. I heard $10,000. Start with the prize package again. Perfect. The prize pack is going to be a brand new ATV. It's going to be a clam shelter. It's going to be a Vexlar. It's going to be a, a Jiffy Ice Drill. 
thing that you could ever dream of to start as an ice fisherman as a $10,000 first place prize for the single heaviest fish. Uh, and we're paying down 45 spots. So the, the top 45 heaviest fish uh, will go on with prizes at Grand Lake. So, again, $40,000 in total uh, at Grand Lake next Saturday. Well, do you want to just drop that off at my house since everybody in town knows I'm the best fisherman in the state <laughs> anyway, and that way I can sleep in? I like it. I want to see both you and Austin up there. That's what I really want to see. <laughs> I wouldn't want to take advantage of you. But <laughs> so where like can they, where's there more information available? They can go to your what, the website, Facebook. Where's yep. the best? Website's the best. Go to the website and click on Ice Addiction, and you can get all the information there. Uh, but, again, we're excited. There's going to be a lot of rainbows. There's going to be a lot of lakers. Um, so a lot of opportunities for uh, for great fishing. So it's exciting to see what's gonna what's gonna unveil there. And again, as always, we go by single heaviest fish. So you don't have to catch a tagged fish. You don't have to catch a, a limited fish. Um, the single heaviest. You know, there's a, a young gentleman that went home with a 2.1 pound rainbow uh, that took home that brand new uh, ATV. You know, just just shy of seven thousand dollar value. Um, so again, a, a two pound trout took home that ATV. It could be the same thing at Grand Lake. You never know. It could be a twenty pound lake trout, or it could be a two pound rainbow. Uh, you know, ice addiction is the single heaviest fish goes home with the prize. Oh, and it's a great tournament series, Nate. And you know, people. Uh there's a lot of people that are frustrated ice fishermen this year that that haven't been able to get out enough because the ice on the front range came and went so much. Here's a chance to make it worth the drive because it's great ice fishing up there anyway. So go up for the day, spend the day up there, get in on the action, and you'll see the kind of ice fishing that's available. And I'm sure there's, uh, what, are, what are you looking at, maybe a foot to 18 inches ice up there? Absolutely. You know, right now we're sitting anywhere on the course from anywhere between like 13 and, and 17 inches of ice that we've seen across the lake. Um, so lots of ice, good conditions. Um, we're very excited. You know, guys, to be honest, the, the town of Grand Lake is excited to have us. Um, so they're really uh, opening things up. So we got plenty of parking. Um, and it's just a really good venue. We're excited. This is obviously our first time at Grand Lake. Um, but it's just going to be a great event. And, again, uh, the fishing right now for both, it seems like, the Lakers and the Trout um, are phenomenal. So we're going to make sure that our course, uh, where we pre-drill the holes, is accommodating to, to all those species. So we'll have holes as shallow as 10 feet of water and probably as deep as 100, 110 feet of water. Um, so we'll have a huge variety of depth. Um, so whatever your, your goal is, whatever your angling strengths are, um, you should be able to find the fish in the, the target area of your choice uh, to do that. And, again, we'll always have free coffee, free chocolate, free cinnamon rolls. Um, so it's exciting. We're, again, we're really excited to have uh, 45 places of payout uh, in the $40,000. So uh, if you've never fished an ice addiction, this is definitely the one to uh, to come give, your, give it a whirl. So uh, a lot of prizes here. <laughs> well, and I want to, and Austin and I can probably throw a couple tips to people that are listening. One I want to throw is um, the largest lake trout I ever caught at Granby, which is the sister lake right next door, came in cold water in nine feet of water. Don't think you have to go deep for those big lake trout necessarily because a lot of them, the bigger ones especially, are going to be up in there eating trout. Just put on a little bigger presentation and work that shallow water. You might surprise yourself. Austin, you fish Grand Lake much? You know, I don't do it a whole lot, but certainly have, have put a lot of time into Granby, and I've seen that same exact thing where that shallow water bite with those big lake trout particularly, and what we're somewhat experiencing is that early to mid, mid-range mid ice season can definitely be very productive. Oh, you're absolutely right. Nate, Besides, I think the big thing, too, real quick, why I want both of your opinions on this, because I think it's huge. Looking back at 11 Mile last week, again, obviously a, a very tough bite. 
But as I walked around and talked to anglers, I would say that I probably talked to well over 100 anglers that had bites that missed the bite, missed the opportunity, um, and almost 100% would have cashed a check had they connected with that bite. Uh, we also had two or three people break fish off just because it's tournament time, nerves are, are a wreck. Uh, you know, guys changing their drag, tightening it up, loosing it, fighting a fish differently than they normally would on a day-to-day basis because they're so worried because of, of a high paycheck. Um, I was offering both of you, but in a tournament situation, what's your, how do you connect better? Sharper hooks? Do you hold the rod differently? Do you pay attention? What do you do on a daily basis to, to catch fish when others wouldn't? I can, I fish left-handed just to give everybody else a chance. No, <laughs> seriously, seriously, in the years that I spent fishing professionally, both bass and walleyes, I didn't fish, you know, I was part of the original power sticks on the ice team, and we used to do the trap attacks. But it's preparation as much as anything. you got to, you know, first of all, go through your line, check for any nicks before you go out the day before. You know, make sure you've got good line. If you're using a leader, make sure you've got good knots. Tie your lures on. Make sure you've got good knots. And then either change your hooks or sharpen them. Put, make sure you, you know, it takes a minute to touch a stone to a hook. If you don't understand how to sharpen hooks, put a, uh, a new sharp hook on it. Those little details that I don't pay as much attention to when I'm out normally fishing can make a huge difference. Like you said, one bite. Austin? You know, I feel the same way with that. But then additionally, I think, you know, being comfortable with your gear is something that is crucially important. So, you know, going out there with, with you know, especially in a situation like this, where you're able to, to fish to your strengths, doing something that you're actually really comfortable with, but then also fishing with the equipment that you're you're used to and successful with is all going to be important. You know, although, you know, it, there, there's a, a, a big mindset to try and adjust and, and really change your lures and, and find really what that fish is going with. You know, a lot of these anglers out here are, are pretty experienced. So going out there and, and, and fishing with what you're confident in, I think is going to be, you know, a, another really good thing. Well, and I, I designed some ice fishing rods for Berkeley back in the 90s. And yes, Nate, there was ice in the 90s. But, um, <laughs> and one of the things we were always cognizant of was ice fishing, you tend to fish lighter lines. You want to make more subtle presentations. Not always, but you tend to quite a bit. So the ice fishing rod is really critical. Too many people buy those pool stick rods. Yep. You need a rod that has a tip that will protect the line weight you're fishing with, give you some bend, some give from that sudden hit, but still has enough backbone, backbone especially with those lake trout, to set the hook. I agree 100%. You know, because, again, the small details land fishing. When you lose a fish on a, on a day-to-day basis, just a, a fun trip, you don't think about it. But in a tournament, it can cost you. And you look at tough conditions where you literally, everybody at 11 Mile is fishing for one bite because of these crazy conditions. Um, and you get one bite, you have to make the most of it. And that's really what makes some of the best anglers in the world what they are. It's not necessarily that they have a greater skill set. It's the fact that they can capitalize on every opportunity. And on tough days, that's what pays the bill. So I think it's huge. You're changing the bait off, and you're making sure you have fresh bait, fresh scent, good hooks. Uh, but you're paying attention to details, and I think focusing is another one that just has to be huge. You know, you, you look around a course at a tournament like Ice Addiction where you are fishing for a couple bites, you know, and staying sit, you know, sitting still or standing still, but but not getting distracted by by everything around you and just uh, can catch a fish. So those are all tips that I think hopefully everybody takes next week into Grand Lake. Again, uh, $40,000 to the top 45 fish. Uh, between everything that we're giving away. So uh, it should be really exciting. We hope everybody can uh, can make it and uh, check out the venue. Uh, if this was a multi-day tournament, I would give you one of my best tips that helped me cash a big check once. I made so many mistakes the first day that I zeroed, and I came back and won comeback for the tournament and cashed a big check. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not a... It's not a 
tactic I preach a lot, though. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nate, before we let you go real quick, both open water and ice, what are you seeing out there? You know, the biggest thing is uh, our ice in the mountains is still good, but obviously it's in changing conditions. The biggest thing is you've got to wash the pressure ridges. Um, all the pressure ridges, expansion cracks. Um, unfortunately, I would say that a lot of our pressure cracks on most of, like, the South Park Lakes, things like that, are almost as if it's a spring condition. I would say the pressure cracks remind me uh, a lot of March conditions. So, you know, where normally you can hop over pressure cracks, normally you can get around these expansion cracks. Um, I think you have to use a lot of caution. Not saying you can't cross them, uh, but a lot of the conditions that we're seeing, unfortunately, are spring-like conditions. So you have to watch all that in the high country, but the fishing is good. Um, the biggest thing is avoiding pressure. So Antero, 11 Mile, Terrell, um, all these type fisheries, you know, even Granby after this Three Lakes tournament this weekend, um, avoiding it. If you show up and there's a lot of old holes you see where people have been fishing, avoid those areas. Go find new areas. That's going to dramatically help you out. And same thing. As we are de-icing on some of these small bodies of water in the front range, you know, whether it's ponds and Lakewood, uh, you know, the little open water at Cherry Creek, the little open water sections at Chatfield, um, those fish are literally in, in the next couple of weeks will be in a pre-spawn state, um, especially Chatfield where we have less shad than normal. You know, we're probably 80%, 90% less shad than we've had the last couple of years. Um, so with that being said, the fish are going. You can do a jerk bait extremely slow. You can fish jigs. Uh, you can fish a lot of springtime tactics, and it's catching walleyes right now, daytime and nighttime. Um, so, you know, for one of those things, if ice fishing is not your thing or you're, you're burned out on the ice, you don't know the conditions, uh, you know, grab a spinning rod or grab, a, grab an open water rod and hit some of these open water pockets in Denver. Uh, it, it's going to surprise you the quality fish you can catch right now, for sure. Oh, you're absolutely right, Nate. We're going to let you go, and good luck and everything. We'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely. Thank you, guys, very much. We'll talk you, to you soon. You bet. Nate Zielinski. I want to follow up on something Nate was talking about because his phone was cutting out a little bit there. And that's the open water we're seeing at Cherry Creek and Chatfield and some of these. We're going to see in the next few weeks, if we get any warm weather at all, some great, great shoreline opportunities. Absolutely. And what he said about Chatfield, I think people sometimes lose sight of what the forage base means. You know, when we get a boom in these shad, which happens at Cherry Creek and at Chatfield and Pueblo, too, but... Cherry Creek really can get overboard with it. Absolutely, but, in this past year especially. Oh, and now you get like Chatfield. Um, what I see happens is when we've got great shad years, everybody's frustrated. They're calling up the show going, what can I do? Or they're sending me messages. This year, if we've had that much shad loss there, 90% of the anglers in this town are going to think they're ready for the tour if they're fishing oh, Chatfield. Oh, man, that's how it was all fall out there. The bite was pretty darn good. Yeah, and it, it tends to, you know, it tends to really make those fish react. And it... It can decimate the fish. Well, it can't decimate, but it'll it'll take down that fishery so it's in line with the forage. Yep. And then those forage will come back and the whole thing will cycle again. It, it, Chatfield's a premier fishery. It'll remain good fishing. But you're going to probably see some opportunities like that there. The other thing, we're coming into some high water at the beginning of this year. And I think that could change by the end of the year. We could see some real changes. People are going to have to be on their game. They really are. And, you know, when you're talking about a lake like Chatfield and you're seeing a lot less shad, potentially going and, and altering your presentation to, to mimic a, a perch or a bluegill might definitely uh, have some good success out there as well. So, you know, maybe you know get your mind off of those shad a little bit and go to some of the other forage in, in some of those lakes. All right. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire.
Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. Austin, I believe you have a special guest on the line. Why don't you introduce him? Absolutely. So Joey Kissel is a, an up-and-coming guide in, in the Denver metro area, and, man, he's really getting been getting after it. Uh, Joey, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. So I understand that uh, you've been doing a lot of fishing out in the northeast part of the state. Now, you know, you do a lot of guiding in the front range, but with the, the iffy ice conditions out there, a lot of that stuff out in that northeast part of the state's really been holding, hasn't it? It hasn't been holding very well, so that's why we've been going out northeastern. Yeah, so how's that been fishing out there? Give us some reports on some of those lakes you've been in. You know, it's been fishing really um, bar Lake, uh, you know, they're not, it's not holding very safe ice. So we haven't been focusing out there, but as far as, uh, Jackson Reservoir, we've been fishing a lot out there, uh, doing well, catching some fish. Um, there's about nine inches of solid clear ice. Um, so we've been fishing a lot, lot there using jigging wraps and, uh, some jigging spoons for some of the walleyes out there. As well as catching a wiper here and there. Absolutely. I've been hearing that that, that bite has been really good. And, you know, the, the, the temperatures, although around town they've been, you know, quite a bit warmer out there, it's been, you know, definitely holding a lot of ice. So how about uh, out into to North Sterling and Jumbo? Have you heard anything on, on those particular fisheries? The North Sterling and Jumbo bites have been uh, very well, uh, very good as well. Uh, we're both at uh, those lakes. We're both looking at about 9 to 10 inches is what, my, uh, what I've been seeing out there. Uh, typically, I've been fishing a lot of the deeper water out there, uh, also using some of those jigging wraps and jigging spoons for some of the crappies, some of the walleye out there, and I'm even getting some uh, drum through the ice. Excellent. Well, that certainly sounds fantastic and, and something that, you know, anglers really need to, to think about if they still want to target those those walleyes on the ice. Absolutely. Hey, hey, Joe, this is Terry. Um, I've been hearing a lot from Parks and Wildlife that they're kind of judici- judiciously stocking the wipers in some of those lakes. They've got the right eggs again. But because the crappies rebounded in a couple of those lakes as strong as they did, they're trying not to get too many wipers so they 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 kill down that crappie population. And from what I'm hearing from you and what I'm hearing from other anglers, they're having quite a bit of success with the crappies. They're definitely, uh, the crappies have been fantastic this year. You know, average size, I've been pulling about 12 inches out of there, um, you know, on some jig heads and some minnows, uh, as well as some slab wraps and stuff like that. Other, other types of jigging spoons, uh, blade baits as well. The, so the crappie population out there has just been fantastic for me. And you even had a lot of success out there in the summertime for both the saw guys, walleyes, and, and the crappies out there, didn't you? Yeah, out there in the summertime, I mean, it was a lot of uh, finding some of those windier points um, where the mud lines were being stirred up. And, you know, we were casting a lot of swim baits. Uh, We were casting a lot of blade baits as well as some jigging wraps in there, um, getting those getting those walleyes to actively feed on those. Um, Also throwing some rattle traps, getting a good reaction strike. Um, with the crappies, we, uh, I was finding dead trees and I was actually, uh, dropping down, dabbing is what it's called, dabbing down into the trees and those crappies are just coming and hail a small little, uh, inch and a half minnow. You know, we've had some great water out there and Parks and Wildlife has really done a fantastic job stocking those lakes and, and getting them back going. And for any anglers out there, you know, listening and, and, and thinking about wanting to head out there, these next couple of years really are going to be fantastic. Uh, the water levels are, are still decent. Hopefully we'll, we'll get some extra snow to, you know, feed down into some of those lakes. But it has uh, really been good and, and I'm, you know, definitely looking forward to it. I can only assume it's going to get better. Absolutely.
I want to ask you, um, we're, we're looking at these lakes transitioning. How long do you think they'll be good ice fishing out there? I know it's weather-related. And then when would you head out there for the open water? You know, so I was out there yesterday. Uh, I was actually out on North Sterling yesterday. Uh, the ice was about three inches of white ice on the top, but still we still had about nine inches of uh, solid clear ice underneath that. So I would rec- I would probably say about another month or so we still have some safe ice, you know, looking into that early part of March. Maybe around March 15th is when I'm thinking about heading out there, uh, anticipating that open water being there. And that's really something a lot of folks overlook when you're thinking about an ice-off, you know, spawning walleye-type bite. So everyone's around here fishing Cherry Creek and Chatfield, but, man, we have some great dam faces out there, and I think a lot of those fish are going to be pushing up on those rocks, you know, maybe in the next few weeks if we get some warm weather. Absolutely, and, I mean, you don't get as much of that fishing pressure out there. Yeah, and you know, some really high-quality fish, and, and these fisheries have been on the rebound for a number of years. You know, I myself have been out on North Sterling and Jumbo quite a bit over the, you know, the, the past year especially and caught some really high-quality fish. Yeah, there definitely there's some awesome fishing to be had there. Absolutely. So, you know, kind of moving away from that area just a touch, you know, give us a quick update on North Park. I've been hearing you've been up there quite a bit, and we have a couple of minutes left. North Park's been fishing fantastic. I've been fishing a lot of Lake John and uh, North Delaney Buttes. North Delaney Buttes is about holding the last, last uh, time I was up there. There was about nine inches of ice, uh, catching some browns through the ice. So using uh, some little gulp minnows, uh, some soft plastic minnows have been working fantastic. Um, that same day, I went to Lake John, and we abs- we found a nice little weed line there, and we absolutely slaughtered them with little, uh, little tube jigs, uh, trout traps to be specific. Absolutely. So, you know, that, that bite up there is really fantastic. And, and for someone, you know, looking to maybe head up into the mountains a little bit and get away from some of the pressure of South Park or, or some of the Middle Park tournaments over the next couple of weeks, that area is not a bad area to go. Absolutely. You definitely won't be seeing as much pressure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on, uh, Joey. Can you uh, go ahead and, you know, if someone wants to talk to you about a guide trip or, or anything like that, uh, what's a good way to get a hold of you? Yeah, so come on. You, uh, you can call me at uh, 303-526-6186. Uh, that's, where, that's my direct cell phone number. Or also, you can come on in to Discount Fishing Tackle. I work down here uh, Monday through Thursdays and Saturdays as well. Come on down and talk to me about some guiding. Absolutely. Uh, I knew somebody had to be given Austin all this information. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's fantastic, and, man, he's been getting out there and, and really getting after the fish. So we certainly appreciate you coming on. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right, thank you. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. I like it when there's good music on when JR's coming on because then I can kind of put him on hold for a while and listen to the song. Austin, did I tell you that JR continually sends me pictures of big fish after he's been out and then says he's going to call me. That's the worst, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Let's go to the phones and let him defend himself. Joining us from Colorado Clays, one of our favorite people. Good morning, JR. Good morning, Terry. Thanks for having me on. Hey, um, I suppose you were listening. Before we get to all the great stuff at Colorado Clays, were you about to hang up and head out to some of those lakes out east? Well, if I do, I'll certainly send you a picture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know, speaking, I know we're going to later on talk a little bit about your tournament that's going to come up. We'll mention it to folks. It's later in the year, but it fills up so quick. Austin sitting here says he really wants to be part of that this year. 
Good. Um, he's more than welcome. And, yeah, they're already buzzing and brewing, Terry. It's going to be a great tournament again. And uh, I'm working on sponsors and prizes, and it's, it's just going to be um, one of those amazing tournaments again. Really sounds like a fantastic event. It is. Yeah. It, it so, is. so we'll talk more about that in a minute. But there's a few things that we, you know, we always talk about your place, what a great place it is. But there's always a few things we don't cover. And one of the things you mentioned to me this week is that if there's volume shooters that want to really go out and just, you know, go through some rounds, you actually sell clays in, in bulk. Yeah, and we do. And, you know, Terry at Colorado Clays, of course, anyone can come out, you know, anytime and shoot as much or little as they please. Um, and if we're talking about our rifle and pistol facility, that's available by the hour per shooter. So in there, um, you can shoot from as little as a half hour up to many hours, depending on maybe, you know, how many guns you brought or how many friends are with you. Um, and at only $20 per hour with a free target to boot, um, that that's a great bargain no matter how you look at it. But when it comes to shotgun shooting and clay targets, we do have some great discount programs for those people, groups of people, competitors, or even businesses that shoot a little more than average. So, Terry, if your game, let's say, is trap, wobble trap, skeet, uh, Colorado Clays offers a 10-round punch card. And the way our punch card works is basically that for the price of nine rounds of trap or skeet, you can purchase a 10-round punch card. And that gives you literally a free round every time you shoot 10 rounds. So each time you come out and visit Colorado Clays and shoot, we just punch the number of rounds you shot out of your card, and you can enjoy the savings on every trip. Now, for our sporting clay shooters, we have an even larger discount program that's known as our bulk target program. So by pre-purchasing large blocks um, of targets in increments of, you know, 2,500 targets or more, you can literally save between $850 and $2,600 on that same number of targets versus paying each time you come out to the range. And I'll tell you, this is a really, really popular option with our local businesses that like to send employees or associates or customers out to enjoy shooting on their prepaid account. It's a great deal. Oh, it sounds fantastic. But one thing, you do have one problem with this, though. Your trap and skeet are so cheap anyway, getting at a discount. I don't want you guys to go out of business. You're giving stuff away. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Terry, we're very competitive on everything, and uh, we are about customer service, and we want you guys coming back, and we give those uh, people that come back a lot um, a little reward for doing it. That's how we work. Well, you know, in all honesty, it couldn't be nicer people. I know I give you a hard time, but you and Corey and, and even Doug are really nice. <laughs> He's not listening, is he? <laughs> no, yeah. But the problem with you and Doug is that if I come out there, we'd spend the whole time talking fishing. I wouldn't shoot anyway. But but it, you just you really are great people, and you're fun to be with, and you make sure everybody has a quality experience out there, and it's really a good time. But, you know, speaking of that, there's a lot of people that want to go practice, and a lot of times their friends are on a different schedule. Um, you can come out there by yourself and shoot the clays. You don't need to have somebody with you to work the machines or anything. Well, and, Terry, thank you for bringing that up. I don't think we talk enough about this. And, you know, Colorado Clays, of course, is well known for being the number one place to hold very small to very large shooting events. And, I mean, that ranges from, 
you know, friends and family outings, um, bachelor, bachelorette parties. We do weddings. We do team-building outings. And, of course, the corporate and fundraiser shoots, which we truly uh, specialize in them big ones. But I'm sure, like you said, there are still some individual shooters out there that don't realize just how user-friendly every aspect um, of Colorado Clays is to the single or solo shooter. So let's say, for example, our rifle and pistol range, it either has a target return system, which, you know, in the pistol side allows you to send your target out and bring it back at whatever range you care for with the push of a button without leaving your bay. And our rifle side has a video camera and monitor system that, it allows you to see your target on a screen um, and sight in in real time so you can achieve everything you need from a single shooting bay by yourself. Now, <clears throat> all of our shotgun ranges are equipped with either a voice release system, up on, like on the traps, where you literally have a speaker cone on a stand. You yell, pull, it throws you a target. Very good tool for the trap shooters. Or um, our sporting clays and skeet wobble trap have a programmable delay, and that allows the single shooter to enjoy target launches, you know, similar to having someone pushing the button for you, but giving you that freedom to visit Colorado Clays by yourself. You know, I found out I shoot a lot better scores when I'm by myself, too. Yeah, I fill my scorecard out first. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, one of the things when I shoot, whenever I go shooting with Karen anywhere, I always make sure I go one day after that by myself so I can tell her I really did get a higher score than her. Right, it was just a bad day, I've heard it. That's right, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that is, it is, you know, and a lot of times you want to go work on something. And, and I'll tell this is, in, in all honesty, you know, um, when I'm shooting, there's times I want to work on something. And I may not be as concerned about my scoring or what I do on a particular shot. And sometimes when you're with somebody... It's a little harder to do that because, you know, you're going to razz each other a little bit. And if you know you're working on a particular aspect of your shooting, um, you can, you're not afraid to take some chances and do things a little different. Now, the flip side of that is when you're with somebody, if they're a competent shooter, a lot of times they can point to something you're doing. So there's, there's advantages to both. There certainly is, Terry. Uh, the, the biggest advantage to having someone with you is you got someone to listen to your excuse. Um, so we'll start there. But, no, you, and you're right. Um, going out, working on your shot, uh, taking your time, choosing the perhaps the presentations that give you trouble and working on them by yourself uh, can have huge benefits on your overall uh, improvement in your shooting. Now, real quick, tell us about, I know it's a ways away, but tell everybody about the tournament so we can get that in. All right. So, Colorado Clays, Cast and Clays Tournament. We do this every year, Terry. Uh, don't know anybody else doing this, and it's an amazing tournament. The basic premise is a day of fishing and shooting in a competitive format. So, we will start our day at Bar Lake, um, two-man teams. Entry this year, we're still holding off at a mere 100 per team. Uh, we will fish for four hours, uh, all legal um, game fish, you get one point per inch. <clears throat> we'll come back, we'll have a steak lunch, and then we'll go out in the afternoon, shoot sporting clays, and we will do one point per broken target. Your total combined score is going to put you where you place in the standings, but fortunately, as always, we have great sponsors, great donations, um, you know, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors being one of them, 
and we we uh, there's an opportunity for everybody to win prize money, win door prizes, and have the best time of the year. So it, it's amazing. Well, I think the thing we need to do is we need to get Austin in there so that him and Nate can trash talk. <laughs> I can't wait. That'll be a lot of fun. So I'm going to have Austin give you a call offline and talk to you about getting there. Absolutely. Yeah, sounds good. He's with uh, he's with Discount Tackle down here, so that if you he'll know who he is when he calls. Sounds he, good. He he can he he can catch a fish too. So well, let's uh, let's have him prove it. Like Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So where do they real quick? Where do they find you, Jr. ColoradoClays.com. Uh, 303-659-7117. We're just north of DIA and east of Brighton. We're very close to anyone in the metro area. Give us a call, and we'll get you fixed up. All right, now expect a call when those bass ponds open. You got it, Terry. All right, JR. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You bet. Let's go right back to the phones. Joining me from one of our most favorite sponsors, because I love their stuff, we have Skyler from uh, Honey Smoked Fish Company's Smoked Salmon here. Skyler, good morning. Good morning, Terry. Hey, I've got uh, Austin Parr from Discount Tackle. He's a guide in the area with me, and he says he loves your salmon. Is that right, Austin? really is good. Yeah, he says he loves it, too. So it's unanimous. We all love it. Love to hear it. <laughs> hey, we're going to be coming out to your place um, and I've been through it, but Karen hasn't. And we're going to come out and tour the place. And maybe, you know, this would be a good time for you to tell people a little bit about the process and what makes it so special. What makes it so special is the secrets in the fire. Honey never touches a salmon. It's infused into our secret firing system. And it seals that salmon, locking in the rich omega-3s that salmon consists of, and- creating a superfood sensation. Oh, and it's so good. What what flavors do you typically find in the stores right now? I know there's the original, but what others? Club stores, you'll find the original. Any other uh, local retail grocery store around town, you'll find our beautiful, hot and spicy Chipotle and lime, a mild, very flavorful Cajun, a cracked pepper, and a lemon pepper and King Supers. I love that cracked pepper when I'm making the spread. You know, I, you know that I love to make a spread with that. I put one part cream cheese and one part salmon. I put it in my food processor. And I just put it out on the table, open a nice bottle of wine, and it disappears. It is so good. That's just one of many ways you can create using our product. So where do they find it, Skylar? Finding Costco, Sam's Club, King Super, Sprout, Safeway, and now in Walmart. All right, my friend. We will see you this coming week. All right. Thanks, Terry. You bet. Thanks, Skylar. Great people. Great product. I'll tell you what. It's in my refrigerator all the time. It's just so good. Yeah, so easy to just grab really quick and a nice, easy, healthy snack. And if even people that think they don't like smoked fish, it's so lightly smoked. Oh, yeah. It feels, it tastes like fresh salmon. It does, absolutely. It's, it's just wonderful. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. You know, I want to finish the show talking to Austin, but if you're going to play Eagles music, we're going to have to listen. Austin, we have, well, first of all, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. But over the 20 years I've been on the radio, we have this ongoing debate. I used to have um, an engineer board op guy, over, well, right here at the fan, but it was years ago. And him and I would argue because he wanted to be a DJ about the greatest band to play in the United States. And him, the Beatles are everything, wherever you go. And the Beatles make great music. I have nothing against the Beatles. I love some of their songs. But the greatest band to ever play in the United States is the Eagles. Absolutely. It's the most popular. So we did a we did a survey. Karen 
um, call asked everybody as they called in. And back then you had CDs. You didn't have iPods yeah. and all that, right? And said, whose CDs do you have in your car? The Eagles, the Beatles, or both? Yeah. And the Eagles won five to one over the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to get a lot of people are going to quit listening to me over that. I love the Beatles. I'm not anti-Beatles. I just, the Eagles are coming here this year, too. That's going to be they're awesome. And uh, Glenn, Fry, Glenn Fry's son, I believe, yep. is going to play because he passed away. Anyway, let's talk some outdoors. <laughs> We've been covering a lot of ground fishing. I'd like to finish up the show talking about some opportunities for people to get out right now and do some fishing. And one aspect we haven't covered today is fly fishing. And I, and I think there's, it's been that kind of a winter where the fly fishing opportunities have been tremendous. I know you do both conventional and fly fishing and you service both out of your store. Absolutely. What are you seeing and hearing from the fly fishing side? Yeah, you know, it's kind of an interesting winter. You know, a lot of times ice fishing certainly is the predominant uh, thing that we're selling, but you know, Fly tying, many times it comes in as a close second, but this winter we've been selling an absolute ton of flies and a ton of fly fishing equipment for guys getting out there and having a lot of success. And, and with how mild it's been, you know, a lot of our tailwaters have been absolutely fantastic. Oh, and some of our, even on harsh winters, some of my best fly fishing comes in the winter. I remember fishing a pool of the Big Thompson. It had been 20 below the weekend before, yep. warmed up to about, you know, 35 degrees, 40. It was Certainly. just a nice day the next weekend. And... Kirk Bean and I were out in the Big Thompson, and we found a pool of fish sitting down by Dripping Springs. And we could have stayed there. We wanted to move. We could have stayed there the entire day and never moved. And if we caught a fish out of that pool, it didn't matter because they were so concentrated, it yeah. wouldn't even spook them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's something where, you know, the, the fishing is fantastic. And the crowds, it's even better because so many people get this mentality that they put their, their long rods away for the winter time, and it's going to come back out in the spring. But, you know, especially in places like Cheeseman Canyon right now, the fishing has, has been fantastic. And uh, Cheeseman Canyon, now I want to ask you something. Cheeseman Canyon, of course, any of the tailwaters, the Big Thompson on the upper end is fishing really well. Even the Pooter's fishing pretty Definitely. good. Even the lower stretches of the Pooter has been yeah. so warm are fishing well. A lot of places, I'm sure you get reports all the time, a lot of people really start fishing a lot of midges this time yep. of the year. I do that, but I also am not afraid to throw some streamers. Okay. How do you feel about that? I feel the exact same way. And, you know, you'll go out there and all these anglers are, are fishing their, their size 20s and 22s and 24s and having some success. But you go and you, you drag a leech pattern through these holes underneath a strike indicator or you simply throw a streamer or on the conventional side throw a marabou jig. You can really have a, a lot of success where these fish are going to be turning and eating this meat on, once again, like we talk about, somewhat of a reaction bite and something different than all their midges they're seeing. And it can really pick out that individual target and you can have way better days than fishing some of the small stuff and that that doesn't mean you shouldn't try the small stuff definitely still productive you know we talked about i, I want to get to some of the open water bites and ice bites before we run out of time but a few years ago we kind of did like we did this one rod 10 lures thing every fly fisherman had called in he had to tell me five flies if you could only have five what would your five be so this i says year round so year round i think you know my my first one would be some form of a leech like a slump buster a bar slump buster is is one of my favorites you can nymph them you can strip them it's it's great a uh, copper john would be another one um split case pmd from Solitude Fly Company is a, an absolutely fantastic choice. I like a cased caddis for the summertime. And then finally, a yellow humpy when we're uh, going to be, you know, in the summertime dry dropper period. A lot of times that cased caddis or split case PMD paired up with that yellow humpy is And you kind of covered the ranges of what mine, mine would have been a parachute Adams. Yep. And then a, probably a um, Elk Air caddis. And then some kind of a 
a tractor fly that could be almost anything, but Definitely. there was a little bit gaudy and maybe a little bigger. Maybe and, like a stimulator. Some, yeah, something yeah. like that, or a Royal Wolf or a stimulator, something like that. Then I would definitely have a streamer. There's no question. I Certainly. would have some kind of a streamer, and then I would have some kind of a nymph, whether it's a Prince nymph, a Copper John, some, but I'd have some sizes of all Absolutely. those. Absolutely. And you know what? I think fly fishermen, just very much like we've been talking about conventional anglers, sometimes they get carried away, and too much is worse than not enough. Yeah, I, I completely agree. You know, I have all these boxes, you know, not only do I guide conventionally, but we also guide a lot of fly fishing trips. And I have these boxes that are just absolutely stacked with these flies. And yet I go and pick my same six or 10, 12 flies every single time you go out. Well, and that's why we did the one rod, 10 lure thing with Ronnie. He found out that as he's guiding 60, 70% of the time, he may have a hundred rods, but 60, 70% of the time it was one setup. And then you talked about a six, eight spinning rod. He liked a, a seven foot spinning rod. Definitely. I like a six, six. Yep. I mean, we're talking let's, before we run out of time though, so we're going to get some warm weather the next couple days, and it's going to be on and off again. Open water ice. If I want to go fishing in the next few days, where should I go? You know, Cherry Creek is going to be a really good option. There's a lot of open water out there, and guys are really having a lot of success. We're going to get a little bit more cold um, coming up right now, so that hasn't uh, – it's, it's going to hurt it for a little bit, but I think, you know, some warm temperatures are on the horizon. But then additionally, heading out northeast Colorado, if you want to ice fish, uh, it's been fantastic out there. You know, Joey was on earlier talking about uh, Sterling and, and Jumbo, but even sliding on out into Nebraska a little bit. Swanson Reservoir has been fishing really well out there and along with some of the other ones as you move out I-80. So any of those uh, are, are offering great op- opportunities for white bass, crappies, even a few catfish and walleyes. So if you're ice fishing, I'd be going northeast and if you're going to be staying in town, you know, even doing the South Platte might not be too bad. Well, and another thing in the open waters in town or even the up and down the Front Range because Pueblo Still put open. your boat on it. Yeah, John yep. Martin will open up pretty soon, those southeast lakes. But a lot of these front ranges, our lakes are pretty heavily stocked with trout. Definitely. In the summer, you don't catch a lot because water gets too warm and they move down into the water column and they're hard to get from shore. Is this ice recede? You can almost, I almost start where I, there isn't even enough wa- ice I can cast out onto the ice and pull drag the, it back. Drag it back. But if there's open water enough to fish on that edge, those trout will be in there cruising. The insect life is coming to life. The water's Absolutely. getting reoxygenated. It can be some of the best fishing of the year. It really can. And, and these fisheries not only you know have a, a great population of trout, but the size is fantastic oh, as well. They're eating those shad just like yeah. the walleyes and bass. Yeah, I and mean, they grow just like those those walleyes and bass. There's a prolific food source, and you know it's not out of line to be catching five or six pound trout right in your backyard. Oh, I know. And and, you know, we, we encourage to release big fish, but in a lot of these lakes, they're put and take stock. Yep. Even a big one, it's not a crime to take one home and, and show your friends and have it for, put it on the grill. Not I mean, out of those bodies of water, that's no, for sure. No, because they're, they're not meant for that. We're going to run out of time here pretty quick. Um, why don't you tell people about your store, about your guide service, how they get a hold of you? Yeah, once again, I manage Discount Fishing Tackle down on South Santa Fe Drive. We're just south of Evans on Santa Fe, and we have a fantastic selection of open water tackle, fly fishing equipment, along with ice fishing stuff. And we will continue to carry that ice fishing stuff all the way through the season, where some of your big box stores might be dropping it over the next couple of weeks. So if you're looking for that, along with live bait, we certainly have that. But in addition, we guide on uh, several front range lakes for walleyes and smallmouth, as well as uh, lots of opportunities on both public and fly fishing uh, guided trips as well. Well, I will tell you folks that as I've gotten to know Austin over the last few years, he's a very extremely knowledgeable angler, great contributor when we have him on here. He's a person you can learn a lot from if you spend some time on the water. Before we go, I want to tell you about a couple things we got coming up. Uh, as you know, we're celebrating 20 years on the radio. And starting in February, I believe, we're going to do what we call uh, 20 years of Terry's Trivia. 
And you need to go like us and follow us on Facebook. I haven't talked about the Facebook page much today. But what we're going to do is we're going to pick uh, trivia moments from the 20 years. We'll post those on our Facebook page every month. Then we'll use one of those trivia postings as a question to give away a gift certificate for Honey Smoked Salmon. Now, this gift certificate that we're going to give away, I think, once a month, is going to be worth about 99 bucks. It It's several packages of the salmon, but there's also shipping and things included. You don't even have to go get it. They're going to ship it right to your house. And I'll tell you what, it's worth pretending you like my radio show to win the salmon, Austin. <laughs> Fantastic stuff, isn't it? No, it really is. It's just, it's just, it really is good. So, so like us on Facebook, follow us and like us on Facebook because you're going to get a chance. We're going to be rounding up other prizes too. We always post a tackle talk. Austin and I did a tackle talk today. That will be on my Facebook page uh, probably by. Tomorrow, Karen, is that when we'll have it on? Okay, it'll be on by tomorrow. I hate to commit too much for her. <laughs> um, we're going to wrap it up here in a minute. When we do, we're going to take you up to Mike Evans is up in the mountains. He's at the X Games, so he's going to be broadcasting live from the X Games. Make sure you follow us every Saturday from 9 to 11 and uh, follow us on Facebook. And don't forget, a lot of the fishing we talk about was covered on my past television shows. There's somewhere between 90 and 100 episodes of my TV shows on YouTube. If you have Comcast, just go Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on YouTube and about 90 episodes come up. We'll let the Eagles take us to the top of the hour. We'll talk to you next week. Stay tuned for Mike Evans up at the X Games. I was thinking too-